hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. So, a little less clinky. Well, I mean, we have, like, old-fashioned, double-old-fashioned glasses uh, full of scotch and, like, one really, really big ice cube. Yes. It's it's really a nice ball. You got mm. me these ice ball makers for Christmas. and So, I did scotch on the rocks. With... Guys, I love scotch. I'm like a very old man in my uh, drinking choices. Yeah. I decided I uh, started life as a reverse drunk, where like literally the first thing I started drinking was like whiskey and Guinness. Yeah, you (laughs) really went hard into that world first. Right. I mean, I was also like 25, like by the time I started drinking and it was like Guinness and uh, scotch. Yeah, yeah. So, well, scotch is uh, recent. Not scotch. Scotch is recent. About five years ago or so. Yes. And we... One of your coworkers got you into it with this tasting Right, they're like, sampler. you like bourbon, right? And I was like, I do. And I'm like, I think you would like scotch. And, and I was turns like, out okay. she does. Scotch is delicious. So good, you guys. So uh, this is a Glenn Levitt 12-year mm-hmm. single malt. It's older than all of my children. I would like to think that I would uh, continue to keep the lifestyle where I could always drink scotch older than my children, but um, it, they're going to outpace me pretty soon. <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, won't, I won't be able to afford it. I'll take that goal. I mean, it, like, hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. But yeah, when my kids are like getting married and it's like, yeah, it's a 25-year-old scotch. Great. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, 37-year-old scotch for some of them, maybe. I don't know. Do they even make... Like, I don't know how... When they stop, like, aging scotch, where they're like, you know what, 30 years, or whatever, we're done. I watched a fascinating documentary on Hulu. <laughs> on scotch. On scotch. And it, you can just keep going. They can, they can age it forever? Yeah. It, uh, I think about 30 years is about tops, really. Mm-hmm. After that, you start losing so much to evaporation. Right. It's not worth it. Right. And so you're, you've lost a lot to evaporation, you're... Your barrel is basically breaking down at that point. Right. So, the scotch is going to start to escape. Yes. You got to <laughs> catch a barrel before it runs away. So so how's your week been? I mean, fine. I don't... I don't know. I don't... I'm very overwhelmed, even though I feel like I don't do anything. Like... It's just the mental labor of not doing the things. Right. Is right. We did something. get um, our school's... Um, our school district's choices for the year. So, yeah. Which was uh, just a crappy decision that I have to walk through. Yeah. Like, it was fine. I understand everybody's just doing the best they can, but just, like, now everybody just has to choose between, like, several just shitty options. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, it's really like, okay, so do you want it to suck in this way, or do you want it to suck in that way? Right, and you're like, oh, I don't want either i really don't yeah i don't want either i don't want to be in the middle of any of this but but here, here we, we are, are. And these there's are the just decisions no we're making. there's no easy clean way out of this so line up and take a bite of the shit sandwich is going to be <laughs> right it's just like what side of the shit sandwich do you want yeah <laughs> like, exactly so we'll see what happens uh, i think you know ooh. we're choosing to keep our kids home because we can yes and that seems to be the most steady, reliable option because right. the rules for like if someone in their school or someone in their class or someone they had a class with second period but not fourth period and we have a middle schooler now so that's a thing right. like or if their teacher tests positive or like all these variables right. they're just like we don't know but yeah and so we're since our kids don't of, like home. have to go to school we don't have kids who need a lot of services one way or another we're kind of middle of the line kids yeah. Um, we can we can keep them home, and we felt like it was our duty to be good community members to keep them home. So, like, it's going to be hard, but it'll be fine. Um, but also, like, whatever choices you guys have, like, yeah. it's fine. Those are like, making ev- the same ev- shitty decisions. Everybody's making shitty decisions, and they're making the best shitty decisions for their families. So, so like, yeah. I if, support you. 
And if, like, and we're also like kind of talking about like how do we help other people that are in shitty situations? Mm-hmm. Like, can we open our doors a little bit to help some people come in and hang out? Like, just like yeah, we gotta figure all that out. You know, if people need what they need, how mm-hmm. can we help? And it's, I mean, I would rather not take my kids to some rando's house. Mm-hmm. But if it was that, or lose my job, <laughs> right? Like, I here get we it. are. I get like, it. it's gonna be what it is. And so, like, maybe we'll be those randos. <laughs> maybe we will be those randos. You know, I have, like, a couple of neighbors that have been like, if you need anything, like, if you need a day, if you, right. if something happens mm-hmm. and there's an emergency, understand I'm right next door. Like, yeah, I'm here for you. Yeah, I like, there's not a lot of real uh, silver linings, but, like, truly a lot of communities have really come together and that is good. I'm here, I'm for, here that. for that. That's, I mean... It is a small silver lining. Right. But also, I don't know what day it is, and I work way too much. <laughs> Today is a Sunday. Today's a Sunday. Put a pin in it. And you do work too much. I That's do. also true. I do work way too much. That's the thing. Like, all these bosses that are like, I don't understand. I don't like my workers being remote. I'm like, you fucking suck, because I just never leave work. Because like, work I'm is always, always on right call. here. Like, I'm, I just work all the time. You guys. It's yeah. just, it sucks. And there's no way out. There is no escape. <laughs> it's fine. It's you fine. Know, like, uh, but yeah, my work, my life has been okay. My yeah, we're both working, which is, is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad that we're both working. Continuing to receive the same paychecks we received mm-hmm. in January now. Yeah, which is great. Which is really fantastic for us. That's something a lot of families cannot say. So yeah, so like I hate to complain about my shitty job, but like. Yeah. But your job is shitty. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> you work for sociopaths that don't understand, like, I have this never is not, not your highest. I have never not worked for a sociopath. Anybody out there have a non-sociopath boss? Because, like, no. I, I never have. No, because corporate structure rewards sociopathy. It does. It, it does. does. Like, are you willing to, like, throw away everything that's important to you, including human relationships, in order to pursue this job? Cool. You can be in middle You're middle perfect. That, like that's what you get. For <laughs> you're you're perfect for the C-suite. Yeah. Well. Oh no. For the C-suite, you have to be actively willing to sacrifice someone. Like management can just like ignore them, and then when they distill that down to like willing to sacrifice a child on the altar of the shareholders <laughs> meeting, like that's when you're an executive. Right. Maybe. Maybe. And so. There I mean, you go. I don't know. I've never not worked for a sociopath. So like, meh. You know? I mean, yeah. I mean, like we'll sometimes see. my direct reports have been actual humans. Yeah. But then once you get past them, it drops off into the sociopathy <laughs> squeal real fast. It's all fine. Is it? It's sure, sure. I mean, non neurotypical people like they need jobs too. They need jobs too, but they're the ones in charge all yeah. the time. It's not great. It's fine. <sighs> so we did watch a movie. Speaking of non neurotypical, yeah. <laughs> we did watch a movie. We watched uh, at the time of its making in 2013. This was the most expensive Argentinian film ever produced. Ever produced. It's so called, it's got that going for it. It's called Underdogs. It is. It uh, deceptively does not feature dogs in any significant <laughs> way. I really wanted like a whole race of dogs who lived under the earth. <laughs> Like, how do you not do that? Or at least, I mean, it is a sportsing movie, so mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of the Air Bud movies should have been here called Underdogs, right. but it wasn't. This is about, oh gosh, what is this about? This is about soccer? Okay, so there's a foosball? kid. Yes, it's about foosball yes. and soccer. Right. So there's a kid. He's, I don't know, just like a nerd kid, and he's real good at foosball. Right. He, like, spends all his time in this, like, local pub playing right. foosball. So this kid, okay, so this is also confusing, because this this movie was originally in Spanish, because it's Argentinian. Yes. And they dubbed it in English. Right, but they did not bother to, like, line up the lippiness. Which, first <laughs> off, I understand from a, like cultural colonialist view like right. we do that shit to other countries all the time all the, time. All the, time. All the fucking so time. like they they can do what they want yeah you're you're oh man there's fireworks like yes. 
So you guys are going to have that. Sorry. This is way after the fourth, but people are real bored. Yes. So. But anyway, so the main character in our version, the U.S. version, is named Jake. Mm-hmm. If you're watching the original Spanish version, you get Amadeo. Mm. So there you go. Um, his son, gir- his girlfriend. Oh uh, no! Well, the it lady out, No, it starts out as a bedtime story to his son. Oh, I have no idea who his son is. Um, Mateo, Maddie, Matthias. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Matt. Matt. But um, it starts out as a bedtime story. And there's a girl involved. Her name is Laura. Yes, Laura. Unless you're in the UK, in which case it's Laura. No you. With a U or no no U? Okay. U in the Spanish and American, no U in... Laura. Laura, as opposed to Laura. Laura. So there you go. Um, But also, it's it's bizarre. It's just weird. I don't know why they (laughs) felt the need to do that, but cool. Whatever. Sometimes it has a U, sometimes it doesn't have a U. So... But they never spell it. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you bother to write it differently when there is no... For subtitles. I guess. But, like, it seems like the most asinine, stupid thing to have to do. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, Amadeo Jake. Jake. Um, he's voiced by, um, like, Sean Menendez. I don't know who that is. He's slightly famous. Is he? I don't know. Like, it's not a slight to Sean Menendez if you're listening to this podcast. Like, truly, I don't know who any famous people are. I'm the person who goes to the grocery store and looks at the, like, U.S. Uh, people weekly. Right. And is like, hmm, people are real mad that that pretty girl's pregnant. But, like, whatever. I have no dog in that fight. <laughs> I don't know who she is. I will say, um, Jake's. Jake in the U.S., or Amadeo in the U.K., mm-hmm. uh, was voiced by Rupert Grint. Yes, who is... So uh, we got shafted on that. Sure. I want to I find the U.K. dub. I think <laughs> that'll so help. So, in this movie... Okay, so there's Jake. He's like a nerd. He spends all his time playing foosball, foosball right. like, at a, like the town pub. Mm-hmm. And this guy... Ace. Yeah, unless you're British, in which case he's Flash, or Argentinian, in which case he's Grosso. Oh, nice. Okay, so they have the line that's like, Ace speaks with a British accent, but he's from, like... Orlando. Orlando. Which is a throwaway, which means they had no reason not to use the UK dub. (laughs) Not, Not to use Rupert for this line. Yeah. Also, I wonder what that line is... In the no. UK of, like, he has an American accent, but he's from, like, Cornwall. Like, like I, don't I don't know. It just has to be really weird. But, like, they could have used the same, like, it might not exist in the UK version. They could just slide it into this and then use the same actor. <laughs> right. They already recorded all of his Flash, lines. Because, like, it's Anthony Head. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, is that? No. Yes, it is. It's Giles from... Um. From Buffy. From Buffy. Wow. Well, I'm glad he's still getting work. I am. Cool. Um, But they could have just used Anthony Head for that and then been like, he's faking a British accent. Cool. Whatever. Right. Right. So good for him. Uh, But instead they used an American faking a British accent. Right. So it sounds more realistic. Fake it realistic? I don't. It's so confusing. Okay. So anyway, he's like a town bully. Yes. His hobbies are like... Bullying nerds, bullying the elderly. (laughs) Bullying the fat kid. Bullying the fat kid. Like, he's basically just a bully. And he, like, walks into this pub and challenges him to a game of foosball. But this kid is fucking This kid, yeah. This kid is, like, truly, like, next level. Like, foosball is, like, his only passion. And he's fucking amazing at it. He also, like, made up entire backstories for all of the foosball players. He, like, glued hair on some of them. Facial hair. <laughs> Facial hair. Like, like a different different hairstyles. Because, you know, they all are, they all made from the same mold. And so he, like, gave them all backstories and personalities. <laughs> like, it's really he, bizarre. He this seem, is a thing that He would... seems, like, really, like, truly if my kid is, like, I developed personalities for all of these foosball players, like... I'd be like, buddy, you need some, like, real friends. Like, I think our daughter would do that. I mean, 
I uh, yeah, like it de- it depends. But like the level at which the main character does this, I would be like concerned about yeah. your social life. Like I am so glad that you Not have yeah, you have an outlet and a good imagination, but also like you need to invest in some real people and some real relationships. Indeed, indeed. So so bully comes in and just tries to embarrass him, but just gets schooled. So like at first, uh, Josh doesn't want to play, or Jake, right. Jake doesn't want to play. And he's like, no, you know, and so he's not really playing. And the guy's like killing him because he's not really doing anything. And then like something like snaps inside him and he like. Well, he starts kind of. He like rises to the challenge. Yeah. Well, the bully starts kind of picking on the friends and going around the room. Mm -hmm. And these are the regulars at the restaurant that he works at. Right. At the fool's ball table. So like he's protective of these people. Right. Also, like he's grown up in this town his whole life and he has like some community uh, ties. Right. And so for this kid to be bullying and making fun of everybody, he's like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Like, fine, I'll put Somebody you in Somebody needs place. to knock this guy down a peg. And it'll be me. So he does and destroys so him. So there's like a foosball competition. Yeah. And like, the the bully gets the first point, but then Jake just mops the floor with him. He's like flipping the ball up and like catching it with other Right, pieces. and like bouncing it off the foosball players' heads. And just... And, you know, like real, real skill. It's, it, yeah, it's intentionally embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's not just, I'm outscoring Yeah, like, you. It, it becomes, like, real showboaty. <laughs> yeah, it does. He really becomes the thing he vowed to destroy. By mm-hmm. bu- he kind of bullies this bully. And, I mean, the bully had it coming. Let's be right. honest. Okay, but, so then the bully leaves in whatever. Yeah, years ago. Yeah, so the bully leaves, and immediately someone is like, I saw how you lost that foosball game. Do you want to be a real soccer player? And he's like, yeah, sounds great. So, like, someone. Failure at foosball. Is failure at foosball. And it's like, you know all what? All you need for soccer success. I bet, I bet you'd be a real great soccer player. Like, mm-hmm. and, like, drafts him into whatever. Right. Like. I, sort of, I, I don't know. It's vague. But like, but it happens. Maybe that's just how you get the Argentinian soccer team, right? Like maybe that's how things work down all, there. All all of the Argentinian soccer players were once failed foosball players. Like only if you were just like trounced in foosball, you have by... to know the shame before you can know the glory. Maybe there you go. So there's like kind of warp ahead. Yeah, seven years go by, and this kid is still working. Only now he's like a more grown up. Right. Gangly still, teen. still working at the same uh, pub, which is in disarray. Yeah, it's not like, doing well. It is, it is not a good look. The whole town is kind of just sunk. It's not doing great. Right. Uh, but he's still best friends with Laura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The girl. And she comes up to him and she was like, hey, I'm going to art school. Like, I'm going away. I'm leaving this town. And I wanted you to know, like, because you're my best friend. And like, I might come back, but at least this way it'll be my choice. You know, like, right. I'll... I'm I'm excited about learning new things and like you know new, new ideas and new Argentina. people and yeah and traveling a little bit like they didn't really go into where her art school was well I mean uh, it's, but the whole thing is geographically vague at best right but Jake is like freaking the fuck out because he's like oh I'm never gonna leave my tiny town and uh, Which is accurate. if Laura leaves my tiny town then like I'm sunk and just me and the one fat my, kid like, it's my whole reason for being here yeah so. He's freaking out. As he's freaking out, a semi-truck comes in town. Yes. And the semi-truck has, like, this really skeezy announcer dude. Yes. That announces that the bully is back, and now he's a famous soccer player. Right, his name's Ace. His name's Ace, and he, like, skydives out of a cannonball. He skydives out of a cannonball with a uh, soccer ball-shaped yeah um, parachute. parachute. Well, it's like a soccer ball, and then it's got, like, rings around it. And our eldest was like, that does not seem like a safe or practical parachute. <laughs> I'm like... Right, because it's like a bullseye shape with, like, with voids yeah, in oh, the yeah. middle. And, uh, yeah, our oldest was like, that's not the best design for a parachute. <laughs> I was like, you're probably right. And I was like, maybe. I mean, some liberties were taken with physics in general. I mean, mm-hmm. he got shot out of a cannon to, like, a height of several thousand feet. Right, Which right. should have turned him I mean, into a puddle. He's real buff. He is real buff, but, like, only... I... <laughs> 2,000 Gs are 2,000 Gs. You're gonna have a rough right. day. Right, right, And he parachutes in and announces that he has bought the entire crappy town 
Okay. So this trope of the bad guy, or any guy, right. buying a whole town. I mean, obviously, he bribed the mayor. Yes, he bribed the mayor. But also, like, the mayor is an elected official who doesn't have that much power. Like, doesn't have power to sell the whole fucking town. Like, I don't even, I mean, I vaguely know where who our mayor is. He runs uncontested, so it's not really like. <laughs> but also, like. Maybe he doesn't have the goal. power to sell my house. No. Like, my house belongs to the bank. Like, that's a whole bank fight yeah. that needs to happen. You, you, well, I mean, eminent domain being what it is. I think we've brought up eminent domain on this podcast before, <laughs> which is sad. Uh, but, you know, they could figure out maybe there's a way to do that. I, again, I don't know the finer points of Argentinian uh, tort right. law. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. But... but Maybe. This trope has happened so many times where, like, the bad guy, like, buys the whole town. Yeah, and I'm going to run everybody out and I'm going to... Like, I own everybody's houses now. And you're like, does everyone just pay their mortgage to the mayor? Like, I, like, I don't understand how any of this works. I don't either. And, like, my mortgage is a contract between me and the bank. So even if you bought the mortgage from the bank that I owe money to, right. you're bound to that contract. Right. So as long as I keep paying you money, mm -hmm. there's, like, as long as I do my side of the contract, you have to do your side, which is let me live in my fucking house. Unless like, it's just, like, part of the eminent domain. Keep drinking, you'll get it. So much, so much drinking. So, yeah, I, it's just weird. Mm -hmm. But... So the guy starts knocking the town down, like, immediately. There's, yeah. like, no he, 30 like, days. Like, there's he no... lands in a helicopter, and he's like, yeah, I have the town. Here's my deed. And they're like, oh, let's talk to the mayor about that. And the mayor, like, is like, bye, he's see just, you like, in Rio. And, like, off, es escapes like... in a helicopter. Like, a literal helicopter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he pee he's like, peace out. Um, Deuces. Right. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, destroy all of this shitty town, and I'm going to build a giant... Um, stadium slash monument to me. Stadium slash monument to me. Because, like, I'm the best. I'm, like, the small town hero. Like, it'll yep. be great. You guys will love it. And they're like, where are we going to live? And he's like, fuck if I care. Yep. And so, and it all kind of, and he starts by demolishing. A statue? The, well, he's, well, he kind of on his way to, but he's going to demolish the cafe where the foosball table is. Because that mm -hmm. is the source of his shame and his, and his tension. Right, so instead of coming back and like... You're out of scotch. I am out of scotch. I do have still a big ball of ice. There you go. Cold comfort. Yeah, it is indeed. Um, but yeah, he's going to destroy this thing. And so our hero has to run in and try to save of all the fucking things in the town, the foosball table. Right, because it's important to him. Because it's important to him, but it also weighs like a half a ton. So Right, because it's all made of lead. Yep. <laughs> Heavy metals that cause cancer. Um, so through the roof of the pub, yeah, they like bust in with one of those crane machines. Kind of reminds me of the uh, like the the stuffed animal. Yeah, machines. like the toy, the toy stuffed but, like, animal. Like super machines. industrial and scary. Yeah. So like goes down with a claw to pick up just 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 the machine, just the foosball table nothing else i mean this is a very targeted act of retribution right right like bust a hole in the ceiling pull up the foosball table and josh is like no or jake jake jake, jake is like no and he pulls like just one one of the bars out of the bars out of the little foosball player and it gets taken away and then they they're demolishing then, the rest of the thing and, and then laura goes to talk to ace and was like hey like you're being a douche. What's your deal, bro? Like, you could be real cool, and you're, like, not being real cool. And he was like, come talk to me. Like, come in my uh, helicopter. Let's go talk. Helicopter. We'll, like, have a discussion. Never she... go to a second location. <laughs> and she's like, sure. No problem. Never she... <laughs> go to a second location. <laughs> and she immediately gets in the helicopter, and he, like, locks the doors. And she's like, ah, I can't get out. What did I tell you? <laughs> Never go to a second location. Right. Like, just right. stand there and yell at them in public. Like... Yeah, you're safe in public. Right. More, More safe, safe in public. Yeah. But, so he literally kidnaps Laura. Right. Right. And then Josh is real sad. Like, 
Sad about Laura, yes. Way sadder about a fucking foosball machine. I mean, yes. Like, maybe he doesn't realize all of what happened to Laura. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I think he also was a little upset. He thinks Laura went with Ace voluntarily. Oh, yes. And he was of, like, uh, maybe she just likes him more than she likes me. fucking asshole trashed my work, took my foosball table, took the girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, have fucking sad. nothing. And he cries. Yes. And his magical tears land on the foosball uh, character. I don't know what to call them. The yeah, the little figure figure that's in the the foosball table. One single foosball figure. Right. His magical tears land on. And I will say for this movie, there's a lot of lampshading, Uh, because the magical tears land on the foosball figure. And the foosball figure wakes up and is like, hmm, guess you have magical tears. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah, I guess that's how that works. <laughs> so, like, I do appreciate that. Well, and, like... and they start arguing. He's like, you're not, you're made out of lead. You're not real. He's like, dude, you're just like water held together with some skin. Like, But, like, I'm not holding held... your biology against you. <laughs> like, like, but I should because you're being a real douche right now. <laughs> and our youngest was like, that's a good point. And I was like, that is not a good point. <laughs> How the fuck is that a good point? I mean, sure, whatever. So. Um, so he like, so he's like, okay, so here's the deal: we're just gonna get the rest of the foosball people back together, right? And it'll be fine. Well, I mean, that's obviously more than he has at the moment, I guess. But I, I think you could make a pretty good touring career out of like sentient talking foosball players. Uh, yes, but that is not their play. No. Like, it's not like we will go on a sideshow, we will go on Letterman, we will go on no, all no, of... we just need to get our buddies. the late night, like, we'll be on Ellen, like... We'll also, do, and this is something we discussed We'll do about, a talk the, show circuit. Yeah, that makes no sense. Okay, so you've got one tear-soaked dude that right. turns into right. a he cried on. He cried on one man. Yeah. So the rest of them are somewhere else. So does he have to cry on the rest of them to get them sentient? No. No, he no. does not. No, they're all magically sentient because, like, I don't know, they were connected by the Brotherhood of the Foos. Like, I don't know. The Brotherhood of the Foos. That's fantastic. I love it. You know what I mean? Like, they were just like, because they were, like, all connected on the same table. Yeah. Like, he cried on one of them, then they all became sentient. Because so, that's what happened. It's not like he had to go find the foosball table and then cry on all of them individually. No. So, but they figure out that the table's at the dump. Right. He's like, because where would you, if you were Ace, where would you put it? And I he mean, was Ace like, is such okay, an sure. asshole, he would have put it in the middle of his house. Like, right. he would have made a shrine to defeating. Well, he's capricious. He's capricious. So at first he was like, put it in the dump. And then later he was like, no, go back and get it. I guess. So. So he's, so they have to go to the dump and there's this whole weird, like, rat chase scene. Right. So they have the one guy that's awake and then, like, two other guys that that also just, like, wake up and they're, like, you know, stuck together on a pole. How fucking terrifying would that be? To wake up in the, like, never have sentience before. And wake up buried, like, attached to someone else Yeah, in a dump. What the fuck? That you have to, like, literally, like, crawl out of. Yeah, together. With together. Meanwhile, right. rats are, like, grabbing you because yeah. they think you're alive, so therefore edible. Right, you have to ride a rat. It's just weird. Like it's some kind of horse. But they somehow, and, like, this is a relatively big dump, and these are relatively small figures. Yes. But, of course... The magic of looking for things in dumps. Right, he, found, he finds them all. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's like dead bodies in our dump <laughs> here locally. I mean, maybe not dead bodies, but a lot of shit there's, that you don't care about. Like, if my kid lost something, you know, like an action figure, like an action figure or something, the chances of finding that at our local dump are and we zero. live in a small town. Like, are zero. No, it's like no chance at all. But yet, somehow, it always works when you go to a dump. They're yeah, always they were, like right there. They were only there for maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like. It just, you, yeah, you just show up and you're like, it's over there. Okay, cool. And you go get it and you're fine. Yeah, so they find some of them. That's true. But then some of them are in a carnival? Uh, no. So they find a fair chunk of them, but then like some of them 
became sentient and took off in another direction. Oh, they ran. Okay. Uh, because rats. And they right. end up in a carnival. Cause they end up in a carnival. Because carnivals are always right. where you need them. So, like, if you see these sentient foosball players, would you immediately be like, cool, I can put them as the targets of my, like, shooting game? Nope. No. 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 One of them does escape to, like, a puppet show, but, like, also, if you're doing a puppet show and you look down and there's, like, an extra puppet dancing with your puppets, like, that's gonna be some cognitive fucking dissonance right there. Yes. Like, what the hell? Yes, I'd be like, how much mushrooms did I have? If you're a carny, <laughs> the answer is all of them, probably. I don't know. I'm not familiar with carnies or, um, yeah, how they live their life, but, like, oof. Yeah. I would be like, I am having a psychotic break. Like, something is wrong with me. <laughs> I something need... got in the P- PCP. Like... Right, like, I need some help. Like, somebody cut all that shit with some shit I don't want. That was some good math. Right, I don't know. Probably. Though. I don't know. Even if I'm like, I'm not on any drugs, but I'm having a psychotic break. Yeah. Like, I something. I think as is carny, you can but, assume drugs. But, like, literally but. all of them are like, sure, no problem. No problem. Like, yeah, we're, we're just, just ignoring it or we we're just, just using it or whatever. Uh, humans are very adaptable. Like, we, we, That's our thing. We just adapt and we move on. Adapt, improvise, overcome. Like, right. Moving on. Right. We yes and the fuck out of everything. But we, um, <laughs> but then, so Jake ends up assembling most of the crew. Some mm-hmm. of the crew gets picked up and taken back to Ace. Right. And the little sniveling sidekick that's like, hey, I got your guys. And he opens the box and it's only like half of them and only one of them's from the green team. The rest are from the red team. Yeah. And Ace is like, fuck you, fucker. I hired you to do a job. Where's Where the hell are all my stuff? And he's like, I don't know. You told me to also, throw it all out. Also, Laura is still here. Like, yes, she hasn't being like, kidnapped. 911 herself out of this. Like, maybe this is a world without cell phones. It doesn't seem that way. Like, I don't, they did mention Uber. Yeah, so I. So Uber kind of predicates the fact that there are cell phones. Yeah, you have I don't. To have one I don't them. know. Yeah, but she's in uh, Ace's lab. He's mm-hmm. got like all these artworks. Like he's got a. Oh yeah, he has artworks based on himself. So yeah. like he uh, hired a sculpture, whatever person to sculptor, like yes sculpture to sculptor sculpture. Yeah, there you go. Good girl. <laughs> Why can't you say sculpture? <laughs> sculpture is the thing. Sculptor is the person. Sculptor. Sculpture. Already an artist. Yeah. Who works in stone. <laughs> that guy. So, so he hired an artist to who works in stone to like remake all of these uh, classic, famous sculptures. There's me throwing a frisbee. Yeah. You mean a discus. You mean a discus? Yeah. The the sculpture kind called that. The same thing. Like guys are so stupid. And then, like, it, there's a pieta, right? There's I'm like, wow, a, that's bold. There's the like Jesus dying and the like Mary holding him, but like both people are aced. It's really it's weird. So weird. And then there's like, and I don't know what that one is. It's like me smelling my hand, and it's Rodan's the thinker yeah, with his like, face on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he weird. just was like, make all these people me. And you're like, oh yeah, nothing says like completely. Uh, completely at home in my own self by like having a giant sculpture of me <laughs> and he's like i know right yeah and she, he's like yeah but then so. he like shows her the lab where mm-hmm. they're like crossbreeding animals and sports equipment right like where right. the fuck did so, this movie go right he's like so somebody told me about like uh genetic engineering and after they explained that to me then i was like guys we have to genetically engineer like animals and sports equipment and he's like, I got the finest minds in the world to do it. And yeah. so they have like a pigeon. That has like. That has like, I don't know. Some sort of tape on the end of it. Like I, some ribbon. It's very strange. Yeah. They have like rats that are crossbred with soccer balls. So they're just mm-hmm. floating in this like pool of. Of goo. goo. It's really bizarre. It makes no fucking sense. And there's never really any payoff. No. Other than the pigeon yeah ribbon pigeon helps the rest of the foosball people escape so he gets the foosball people and he's gonna throw them in the machine with his shoe right and he's gonna grind up the foosball people and the shoe Mm -hmm. and make some kind of 
magic? Yeah, something. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, I wasn't that drunk when I watched this movie. It makes but, like, just no fucking sense. Because, <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, so let's pretend that somehow you could genetically combine a pigeon and a like, piece of tape. Okay, pigeon and tape. Sure. You, ostensibly, it's because the pigeon has some sort of genetic material to it. Has some kind of tape DNA? DNA? I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, for the shoe... Like foosball characters, these are there no, there are no DNA. There's, there's no, no DNA. there's no like live part of any of it. The only thing you can possibly do is like put them through a blender and see what comes out the other side, and it's gonna be goo. Yeah, like it's gonna be metal and parts of a shoe, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, like they very, they were very much like genetic engineering, and I was like, these don't have any. Genetics. This isn't how genetics works. <laughs> like, like, just genetic engineering, have wave. Just make it work. Like, yeah, sh- shoes don't have any biological component, and neither do uh, sentient foosball players. <laughs> right. I can't believe we had to put that into the record. Everybody should know that. But somehow in the course of this whole thing, like, a gas gets released into the air that's very explosive, and they say that, like, yes. four times... Just to make sure everybody Thank understands. Uh, but I also missed it because I was busy scooping ice cream. <laughs> That's fine. Um, and so everybody's trying to get out of there because it's going to explode. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly enough, so they, it explodes. They get all the players. So it's a lot of the players from the like B team, the red team. Red team. And then the the like a few green players left over. Mm. Um, they managed to escape on uh, the tape bird. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, a single screw falls into the grinder and explodes. It sparks and explodes. And I'm like, uh, we didn't see any of those people escape. That was a real big fucking explosion. Like, literally everyone There's no way dead. Laura Asin and Jake survived that. Right. Because we didn't see them leave, like... Right. But apparently no, they did. They did. And apparently the bird that was flying with all of the foosball players also was fine. Sure. Even though, like, birds famously, like, die a lot sooner than humans <laughs> in, in the face of, like, chemical exposure. That's why you keep canaries in coal mines. Yeah. Like, literally. So should have been dead. Uh, well, yeah. he's also half tape. He's also half tape, and tape will never die. <laughs> yeah. So the tape part of his body just survives. <laughs> I don't know. The tape lives on, Lisa. The tape lives on. Tape finds a way. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Malcolm. But, like, then there's this, like, hard cut to, like, right. Jake is now with his little foosball characters. Yes. And yeah, it's all his foosball characters. Some of them whom still have hair. So, like, some, some, of, some of them, like, they've lost their hair. But they have now... They somehow challenge Ace to a game so for the city. So it's Laura yeah. who uh, challenges Ace to a game for the city. So Ace is already like, I own the city. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And Laura, I don't know how she does this, but is like, hey, we challenge you to a football game. Not a foosball game, but an actual football game. Like you and your goons against like random Randos people from the town. From the town. <laughs> And we'll play football, and we'll see who wins. But, like, truly, this is a no-lose bet, because, like, he already has the town. Right. He's already, like, halfway built the whole yeah. uh, sports arena. He's already built the sports arena. So Displaced, j- I don't know, at least hundreds of people. <laughs> so there's, like, the dueling montage moment where Jake is building his team and mm-hmm. recruiting people and talking them into it, and it's all the, like, you know, misfits right. and has Right, it's just, town. like, the priest, the emo kid... Who they never even name. The butcher who's like super strong. Somebody's right. grandma. Right. Like, uh, the kid. guy who's in jail and his jailer. Yeah. You know, it's like all these kind of misfits and miscreants and he's getting them together and building a team while Ace is bulldozing the town and building the stadium they're going to build in. Right. So at right. the moment when they both arrive at the game. The stadium's already built. The town is already destroyed. Hundreds of people, at least, are already dis- oh. are already displaced. Maybe not, maybe yeah. not all of them, but like a good portion. There's like quarter million fans in the stands. <laughs> like I don't they, know why you can watch this. Like I don't understand 
why this became the media sensation. Right. Like some somebody like BuzzFeed picked it up and, and, just it. and was like, guys, can you believe that this is happening in Argentina? And everyone's was like, like, no. It was like the fire festival of twenty thirteen. A hundred percent. And so they have a game mm-hmm. and everybody's there. Everybody's there. And Ace's team scores the first few goals because right, the first they know what the fuck they're doing. Right, because they're actual players. And the um agent, yes. yes, the agent calls Ace and was like, hey, you need to slow down a little bit. Like, if it's not a close game, no one's going to watch. And if no one's going to watch, like, you don't get any money. Right. Like, that's how capitalism works. Yeah, it's all about eyeballs. <laughs> Which and, uh, is actually accurate. I mean, it's like. Possibly the truest truth. thing they said. Truth. But also, like, this is a game with no fucking stakes. Like, if they win, great. But if they lose, they're in the same position they were before. <laughs> like, like Only there's, now there's a stadium like, on your town. Yeah, it's just, like, no lose. <laughs> like, so, that, you know, but it's the story of, like, the team starting to gel together and starting to... No, it's not. Right. Because what happens when the foosball also, characters come yes, out and cheat? Also, the foosball characors come out and they, like, move the ball and they, like cheat around where they like, like grab shoes and like right there's one guy who like kicks it super super far and the foosball players like jump on it like the four ounces of foosball players there's two foosball players on this uh on this ball it goes up into like fucking orbit and these two foosball players are the difference between like it coming back down and it being lost to space for fucking ever. Also, just a point of order: if a ball enters orbit, I would assume it's considered out of bounds, and therefore right. the other team gets it at the sideline. So, what's I mean, the advantage of bringing it back down? Really? Apparently, I was not paying that good attention. I don't know. Like in eighth grade soccer. And then what happens? Like, okay, this is the part where I had a I had something happen. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of this, who wins this fucking game? Oh, Ace wins. Oh, good. Okay, so uh, I mean, not uh, good, but like, there's no way that makes any fucking sense. That well, he they got they got tied, yeah. and then uh, Jake found out that the foosball players were playing with him, and he was like, "No, no, cheating is like something Ace would do. Like, if we're gonna win this, we we need to we need to win this on our own." For the record, Ace like, isn't cheating because he's just actually good. Like, he's not cheating. He's just actually really. He's a really good soccer player. And he's also playing with, like, other professionals. So, yeah, I mean, he's got um, ringers, but, And like, he was like, no, if we're going to win this, we're going to win this. Like, on our own, we're not going to win this with, like, you guys. Like, you you stand on the sidelines. And so, um, like, Ace, something happens where they all go to the one side of the, whatever. Field? Field, the pitch, pitch, court. I don't know. Sports unit. <laughs> they all go. They all go to the one side of the sports unit. Even the goalie, who was supposed to be at his uh, goal, and uh, Ace like stomps uh, Jake in the leg and like goes off running to the other side. Yep. And they're like, "Oh, refs didn't see it. Like, whatever, ball's still in play." And then Jake like is running after him and uh. Like, kind of trips him, and Ace, like, kicks it, like, just barely into the goal, and he goes across the goal, and he wins. And, uh, Jake is like, meh, you know, that sucks, too bad. Yeah, guess I lost the town. We had some laughs. But really, the whole, like, crowd is with him, and, uh, Ace is, whatever, person, agent, Agent. it's like, hey, uh, all the people saw the real you, and they don't fucking like you. And I quit. Like I can't. I can't. I'm out. Like I can't. I can't spin this anymore. Like you're on your own. <laughs> yep. Sounds legit. And then, so he's like, "So we lost." And he's like, "So you lost?" And he's like, "Yeah." But then the whole town moved like two miles north and made a new town. Because that's what you do. Because that's what you do. Just recreate the town exactly as it was. Same crappy foosball table. Same crappy right. Ball. Right, and everything was fine. But instead of it like a statue of the founder, it's a statue of the soccer team in the middle. Right. Because they're the new founders. Yeah, they're the new founders. And then it flashes back to where he's telling okay, his kid the okay. story. Oh, wait. Can you imagine if our town was just like, hey, whoever's running this town is shitty. We need to just move. And you're like, but we're out our whole mortgage. <laughs> like- well, I mean... Yeah, there's that. And also, they're like, it's fine, just move. Just like go to this land and build your own house. It'll all be fine. Yeah, just move two miles down the street. You understand there's already a town two miles down the street, right? Like, right. 
What are right. they going to do? That's their fucking problem. Yeah, not my, not my deal. I, I assume they moved to, like, an unincorporated area. I guess. That was just field. But, like, where, what about the what about the crops that were grown in that field? <laughs> like, what about... Behold the field where so... I grow my crops and see that it is barren. <laughs> I, I, I give no fucks. <laughs> no. But, like, yeah, it's just a mess. But... Like, somebody owns that land, so yeah. you don't have to, like, buy all that land from I'm whoever owns it. I'm in a domain again. It. it works yeah. again. It comes up again I don't, and saves us. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. But they, they the denouement in this is real, like, real tight. Where it's just like, and then they just moved into a new town. Like, and we're done. And so then it flashes forward and he's finishing up telling the story to his son. Right. Jake is. And his son's like, well, that's a load of bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you can believe it or not, whatever. And he just like leaves his son's room. And his son comes down after he's left, and mm-hmm. he goes to like the garage, and there's his dad, and like With the foosball table. All the foos- he's got a foosball table, and all the players are standing on the foosball, and the son's like, <gasps> like also, it was real. He got he set up the foosball table with like water, so oh, the yeah, foosball it's... players could like play in the rain. Yeah, because foosball really needs that like extra level of extra realism. Level That's what I come realism. for. <laughs> Is yeah, it's like I need. That's what's been missing. I need like some sprinklers over my foosball. And but the sun's like, oh my gosh, it was real. And then that's like the end. That's like the hard cut to the end. Right, right. Where he was like, hey, you know, uh, the Raiders or whatever the red team was like could really use a good coach. Like, yeah. And it was like that fucking asshole didn't even switch off. Like he just was like, I only play green forever and ever. Yeah. I ne- I never play red. Well, also just for the record, he, we mentioned he made backstories for all his green team guys. He also made backstories for all the red team guys, but they're assholes. <laughs> they fucking suck. Like, <laughs> like he really went hard on that. And it just, what, why mm-hmm. would you do that? I don't. It's, it's so strange. It's so strange. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. But here we are. Yep. So what do we learn from this movie other than you can buy an entire town if you bribe a mayor? Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait to buy a whole town. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Watch me. I'm going to buy like some small town in like Oregon or yeah, something. Yeah, Nebraska. Like, yeah. And like take it out and be right, like. Right. And knock all the houses down. <laughs> I want to get like a really monument to myself, like severe gray haircut and like Mm -hmm. a black suit and like glasses down at the end of my nose. Right. A real pointy goatee. Pointy goatee and be like, I know your dad, you got to leave. Right. Have a deed that's like a literal fucking scroll that like rolls out. It's got some ribbons at the bottom. Like 30 feet. Gotta have some ribbons at the bottom. Yes. Where's my notary republic? So, um, I guess the lesson then I, we can take from that is if you have enough money, anything is legal. It's true. Yeah, it's... Uh... I mean, real life ever... has not shown me differently. <laughs> Did you ever have that moment where you thought, like, cops could do anything and it wasn't illegal? Mm-hmm. And then you got a little older and you found out that wasn't true? <laughs> and then you got, like, a lot older and found out it fucking was? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. rough. That's it's a rough hard. minute. It's hard. So, um, anyway... What what else is there? I don't know. I this movie was just such a weird, disjointed combination right. and of so seven I different th- movies. The moral is like don't quit. Yeah. On your dreams. Don't give up. Like but also don't when you suffer believing. a humiliating public defeat, it's not that bad because honestly, what the fuck ever, just <laughs> do the most logical thing you should have done originally to avoid this embarrassment and you'll be fine. I really wanted the pitch meeting for this movie to be like, it's exactly like any underdog sports movie, except it's foosball. Yes. But no, it was this crazy mix of like foosball and then like actual fucking soccer. I was like, oh. Did you ever see like Toy Soldiers? Have you ever seen that movie? No. Uh, we'll have to put that on the list. Do we? No. But it's it reminded me a lot of that where like these toys come to life and try to like take over the world. It was an edgier version of uh, Toy Story. Edgy. Edgy version of Toy Story. It's yeah. like a real dark Toy Story. Uh-huh, I guess. Where the toys murder everyone. Uh, not everyone, but, but each other. People. So Really, each other. You'd think they would band together and murder the humans. Like, guys, that's the answer. Murder the humans. <laughs> like, We're fucking terrible. We're, yeah. Like, honestly, 
I don't blame you. Like, I mean, we, we we're not great. Yeah, that's like, the answer. You can do better. You can be better, or at least just be the same, but in charge of your own destinies, mm-hmm. and that's all you can hope for. Right. Ah. Uh, what else? I mean, what else is in this movie? It's just such a weird, mm-hmm. the best Argentinian cinema had to offer in 2013. It's very strange. It's very strange. I will say there's this whole weird thing where uh, the the Weinsteins, which is a whole other thing, mm-hmm. uh, bought the rights to distribute this film. Okay. And we're going to make it a theatrical release. And then just fucking didn't. They were just like, I, we don't feel like it. Like, straight to so, video. It's fine. Straight, it went to, to video whatever in streamings. July. But it was on Netflix in June. Mm-hmm. So this movie, it was just a lost cause. It is. Right. They were like, whatever. It's fine. We don't care. Gonna, they're just going to write it off. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So. But. Uh, yeah. Also, this movie happened in 3D. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There were a lot of extra little. 3D gags, like somebody's mm-hmm. dentures fly at the screen at one point, which right. would have been hilarious, so I assure funny. you. But no, it wasn't. It was just kind of weird. Guys, I don't... I didn't learn any fucking thing. No, this was a not learning I mean, I wish movie. Jake and Laura the best. I'm glad they ended up together. Did they? Maybe. We don't really see Laura <laughs> at the beginning or end to know whose to kid know. Jake's son is. Right, who knows. He does have a little bit of like funky hair that, color. That would be real weird if uh, Laura and Jake didn't end up together and was like, yeah, that was some girl I met before your mom. <laughs> like, Let me tell you the story of how I met your mother. Like, <sighs> honestly, nobody wants to know that story. Truly. Truly. Uh, I mean... You're... I understand that your parents were full people before they were your parents, but I don't need to fucking know about it. No. I don't. I don't need to know about your sexual escapades. I'm done. No. I would have fucking walked out of that room, Ted Mosby. <laughs> like, I would have been like, I'm out. <laughs> well, to be honest, it was like at his wife's funeral. Maybe. So I still, I still would have been out. I would have been like, oh, we no. already had the will reading. I'm done. <laughs> like. I got my own shit I gotta go deal with. Yeah, I don't need any of your neurotic bullshit. High school miscreants are gonna go drink behind the bar and Oh, hundred percent. Like I don't have I don't have time to deal with you. Yeah. I don't know. I just this movie was such a mess. I'm sorry the people that tried really hard to make it good. Maybe it's better in the original Spanish. I'm I'm sure it is. Are you? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean I'm not sure it's like a million times better. <laughs> I mean, like, like, I could do a whole analysis. I'm sure analysis. it's like 5% better. <laughs> I could do a whole analysis of my Spanish lit classes. I know, it's been a long time with the Spanish. Yeah, it has been. I don't, I don't know that I would understand anymore. No, but, oh, man, it's just a mess. So that's, I think, all I have. I still don't understand why that magic tears just, like, flows through... The Brotherhood of the Foos, <laughs> like to, to all the other players, even if they're so far away from each other. I feel like in four hours you're gonna roll over. We're gonna, the, the, the next thing on my docket is to go to bed, but in four hours you're gonna roll over and be like, "How does the fucking foods work?" And <laughs> I don't I'm just understand. Gonna be like, go to bed, Lisa. Go to fucking bed. Guys, this stuff keeps me up at night. Does it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> and on that note. Have a good time all out there. Yeah, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.